Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I mean, finally, Jimmy, a song that's not 27 minutes long. A little Green Day on this President's Day. By the way, when you guys were watching the Super Bowl, did you hear Tony Romo going to break on multiple occasions singing the song that they were going to break with on the Super Bowl broadcast? Mm, I didn't pay attention. I didn't catch that. Okay, because uh, Hawk and I were talking about it with Witty in our group text. And normally I like fun stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, that's for me to do now on this show. Not going to break during the Super Bowl with 130 million people watching. Yeah, time and place. Yeah. Uh, it's a little tacky I like, in that I, situation. I like, I like having fun, but like it, was, it felt a little, a little much for, uh, for the Super Bowl, if I, uh, if I do say so. Which I do. I do say so. I would Josh agree. Appel, <laughs> Josh Appel in for Hawk and Crowder today and tomorrow. Dan Day, Jimmy are in the studio. Solana also absent today and there's a very good reason for it and some of the texters have pointed it out as well but we would be remiss if we didn't wish a hearty congratulations to alejandro solana and his now fiance valentina i mean how about how about it went to italy Dropped to a knee, popped the question. She said yes. I mean, time of their lives. I saw that yesterday, and my immediate reaction is, who's the cameraman? How do they have a cameraman there standing by? Like, <laughs> Listen, you, when you plan an engagement, I did this uh, in November of 2021. Yeah, 20, November 2021 is when I got engaged, uh, I think. Yeah, had to have been. November 2021. I hope she's my wife's not listening. Uh, but part of the planning process was making sure we had a photographer. But we did it 10 minutes away from where we live. Solana did it 10 hours away from where he lives in Italy by flight. So I don't know if he flew a photographer out there. But hey, that's probably one long kayak trip across the Atlantic to get there. <laughs> Jimmy? You're supposed to say, you're supposed to thank me. Thank you. Well, oh, sorry. See, I don't do the show enough. Thank you, Jimmy. 
Just go. You just, just thank you, Jimmy. You're thank welcome. you, Jimmy, for correcting me, and also thank you, Jimmy. You're welcome. And has anybody seen my stapler? Ah, <laughs> it went over my head. You never seen Office Space? Oh, of course I've seen Office Space. That's where they smash the printer and yeah. uh, uh, what's his name with the suspenders. He got the mo- yeah. I'm gonna have to ask you to. You know, he does that. Right. Kind of yeah, of course, yeah. no office space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy, definitely. Go ahead. Yes, it came out on. Wait, I have, I have it right here. <laughs> We're you? really prepped today, man. We're <laughs> tight shit. Can we? Can we? Can we do the 305 alarm over again? Here please? we go. <laughs> it's 305. Dale, dale, dale. Dale. Thank you, Jimmy. You're welcome. And has anybody seen my stapler? Because on this wow, day. Wow, what a great reference from Office Space. Why? Because on this day in 1999, it premiered in theaters. Oh, okay. That's cool. Thank you. Thank you. That went much better the second time. I've actually been watching the guy from Office Space is in this series on Netflix called Louder Milk, where he's a recovering alcoholic. It's hilarious. Uh,. Which which actor is it? The lead character, the lead main man, mm. dark haired oh, guy okay. that I want to uh, absolutely do nothing. I really, seriously, just want to do nothing. He uh, looks the what's... exact same age too. Why can't I think of this actor's name who's also in it? He is the guy that I was just doing the impression of. He's also in Suits. He's Ricky Bobby's dad. Why can't I think of the name of the actor? This I'm terrible. Really bo- Gary Cole. Gary, Gary Cole is also in it. Yeah. Classic. Gary Cole. Classic. Cole. He's still been up. It feels good to be a gangster. And the guy kind of walks away and rolls his window up. <laughs> somebody somebody texted in, Solana took the stapler with him to Italy. Ooh. I wish, and I think I speak for all of us when I say that, I wish Solana and Valentina many, many happy, happy, and adventurous kayaking trips <laughs> for many years to come. So, Josh, I have a question. Yes. Did your old lady know you were going to ask her to marry you? Uh, yeah. Like, so because, we, like, the cameraman has to creep around if she doesn't know. Like, it's like a creeper. So here, here's how uh, we set it up. So I was traveling the next day to go to Green Bay to do a thing with Seahawks Packers the next day. And I told Mara, my wife, now wife, um, hey, let's go grab drinks with your sister and your cousin and her husband who live in the general area of where I was proposing. And so her sister comes and picks us up in the car and uh, we end up not going the correct way to her cousin's house. And she starts to like ask questions and her sister, Mara's sister and I on our feet go, oh, well, we're just, we want to look and see some of these houses. They're really nice over here. So we end up just going off and uh, pulling off at the park. Uh, Mara, so I took Mara out of the car. She's like, what, what are we doing here? Like, I'm like, get out of the car. This is just, you know, you'll be, I promise it'll be a good, just get out of the car. We go into the little picnic area. She sees the setup. She sees the water right there. And she, then she knew what was coming. So right away, Dropped on a knee. There were a few people around us. We got a nice little applause afterwards as well. And we enjoyed a nice glass of wine on the river in Fort Lauderdale. Our photographer got some great camera shots. Yeah, it's all part of it. And I sold it really well. It's funny because um, I kept the ring in my back pocket of my jeans. 
and we were walking to the car and Mara like wanted to put her arm around me and I had to like slap her arm <laughs> at her playfully because I didn't want her to touch the ring box that was in my pocket. So uh, yeah, that, uh, that was the successful appell proposal uh, back in November of 21. We are now coming up on a year of happy marriage, uh, March 4th. Uh, but Solana has a lot to look forward to, and we're very happy for him. And I hope he gets back from Italy soon. It was kind of odd, though. He was sending me stuff for the show, like right after the proposal happened, and I was, you know, maybe focus on uh, your trip to Italy. True romantic, right there. Truly. All right, baby. Now, got, now that that's done, uh, let me uh, work on the show sheet for Monday. <laughs> let's. Uh, speaking of, let's get headlines. Uh, with Dan Day. They are brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. G-Leaguer Mac McClung has repeated as dunk champion after dunking over Shaq the other night. Jaime Hawkes Jr., who turned 23 yesterday, also dunked over Shaq, but finished in fourth place. Yeah, I saw some scuttlebutt about that, that the degree of difficulty over who was jumping over what, that Triple J got kind of screwed there in the judging. I didn't watch the dunk contest. I just don't understand. Matt McClung, he's played in four NBA games, and he has two dunk championships. Lucrative. Listen, here's the thing. I'm not going to sit here and complain about Matt McClung being a repeat champion in the dunk contest when literally none of the superstars want to be in it. Mm -hmm. So if we've got guys who want to participate and give it a go that are – in the NBA, G League or the NBA, hey, go on right ahead. I'm okay with it. 24th ranked FAU. They came back from a 25-point deficit to cut it to one late in the game against South Florida, <laughs> but it wasn't enough. 90-86 yesterday. South Florida Bulls win. FAU, though, will host SMU Thursday at 7. That's a big game. Uh, another quad one opportunity for both teams, but for FAU specifically. They're, they're likely a lock for the tournament unless they really collapse here at the end. But for USF's purposes, they need. I think they need an SMU win there because their quad one quad victories, how they uh, tabulate things for the committee that they go by your quad one, quad two, quad three, quad four records. USF doesn't have enough quad one wins yet. FAU is a quad one win. They had another one, but because the net rankings changed so much, they had a quad one win taken away. It's all a bunch of baloney. USF belongs in the NCAA tournament. I'm going to put my foot down unbiased and say it for everybody who can hear me. They deserve to be in. It does kind of feel like sometimes the good old boy club. Like, once you're in, you're in. You know, we'll find a way to get you in. But if you're on the outside looking in, they find ways not to get you in. But what's funny is if I was a, a fan of a bubble team, and I'm looking at USF, and I'm hearing USF fans clamor for USF to be in the tournament, given the resume they currently have. I would be taking a dump all over the lackluster resume that the Bulls have. But that's neither here nor there, because I went to USF, and they belong in the tournament. They looked good tomorrow. to me yesterday, I thought. Pretty good. Damn right they did. Kane's baseball team, they won three games over New Jersey Institute of Technology this past weekend. Friday, walk-off, 8-7, to seven, then... A doubleheader on Saturday, 19-2, 16-0. Yesterday's game was canceled due to weather, but Miami's back in action. Mark Light Field Wednesday, 5 o'clock against Central Florida. That's a big uh, in-state matchup there. Make sure you get a Mark Light shake. Mm. You guys had, when's the last time you guys had a Mark Light shake? Never. Never had a Mark Light shake? Never. Jimmy? Nope. What? I've been to the Canes games before, but I've never had one. 
you've, I understand if you've never made your way to Coral Gables well, been, to the light or again, you've been and you've never had a Mark Light shake. I was full and of don't beer. Give me, oh, the line is too long. I was ah, full. No, I was full of beer for a Mark Light shake. It's full of beer. Not an excuse. Okay. Not an acceptable excuse. Dairy and, and even, dairy and stouts even, don't go together. You got to plan better then. I I don't I don't take the the line as an excuse either because there's always a long line. And you can order on an app now. Shake. And they'll exactly. bring it to you to, to your, sh- your chair. Even more reason for you to get a Mark Light shake next time you go. Right. Uh, yeah, it is it it is life-changing. Truly. I mean, Truly. everybody raves about them. Greatest yeah. thing. Uh, congratulations by the way to JD Arteaga as well. That was his first win as the University of Miami head coach in his first season. So congratulations uh, to JD. The Daytona 500 was postponed yesterday due to weather. It is going to start at around 4 o'clock today. Who you got? Are you a NASCAR guy? No. Just because no. I'm from the Jimmy? South? Is that why you said? I'll glance oh, at it. Oh, I mean, I... What, sorry, what did you say, Jimmy? I'll glance at it sometimes, but I'm nah, not really interested. Interesting, because I uh, I grew up going to Homestead every year for mm. the Saturday and Sunday races. My dad and I used to go all the time. And I was so into NASCAR when I was younger. And this this is going to... I don't think I've ever admitted this on these airwaves with Hawk and Crowder. But at my bar mitzvah, when I was 13, the theme of my party was NASCAR. And every table was a different racetrack. And all like the, the table setting like placards were like in a, a ticket lanyard. We, we really went all out for it. A NASCAR bar mitzvah. Yeah, that really fits together, doesn't it? The last thing I think I'd ever attend. I mean, I'd ever be invited to attend. I didn't think that was a thing, but apparently it you is. Could, you could have been sitting at Talladega oh. or Daytona. You've never been up to Daytona, though? Oh, I have. I've been to a Daytona 500. It's it's one of those sporting events, I would say, much like WrestleMania, where it's just like one of those things where even if you don't watch wrestling or even right. if you don't watch NASCAR, the spectacle of it, like you should go just to experience it in person. Yeah, at least once. Yeah. Something crazy, yeah. Crazy the All-Star game last night. 211 to 186. The East defeated the West. Damian Lillard, your MVP with 39 points. Carl Anthony Towns actually scored 50 last night, but he was on the Western squad, so no trophy for him. An All-Star 50-point game is like a regular season, like 15-point game. He was ball-hogging too, man. Like, you could tell... It was like, woo. The Heat are back in action, though, Friday, 8 o'clock, New Orleans against the Pelicans. So we will talk over the next couple days, but tomorrow we're going to have Drew Carter on the show. And Drew is the TV play-by-play voice for the Boston Celtics. He also works at ESPN. Uh, big NBA guy. I want to get some of the outside perspective. Maybe troll. I'm not trying to troll anybody, I promise. I'm bringing on the Boston guy. But he's a good friend. And I... I'm curious what the outside perspective is on the Heat because they are through 55 games, 30 and 25. They have the same record they had last year through 55 games. They made the run of the finals. They had the lawn right. They had uh, Malik Rozier, not Malik Rozier, Terry Rozier, of course. And uh, it feels like on paper they are better now than they were at the start of the season. I think right is a really good depth piece for them. Um, we'll see if it makes that big of a difference. But as I've expressed in this show before, it, it's like it's kind of hard to get excited because you know what the ceiling is for this team. I don't want to delve too far into it now, but we're going to get into it with Drew Damar, just kind of the outside perspective on this Heat team because as Bill Simmons famously says, the Heat are the last team he wants to see 
in the postseason. And I think a lot of organizations in the league feel that way. And I think now that we've seen the Bucks, granted it's still a small sample size under Doc Rivers, like I think that door is, is creaked a little open here in the East. I think Boston's the team to beat. We'll have Drew on tomorrow uh, to discuss that. But uh, the Heat getting back in action later this week against the uh, against New Orleans. The Marlins were in the postseason last season. Well, they've got pitcher Tanner Scott. He won his arbitration hearing with the Marlins. So instead of getting $5.15 million this season, he will receive $5.7. The Fish, they open spring training, playing an official game of spring training Saturday at 1 against the Cardinals. We will have Kyle Seeloff on in the next segment. Radio play-by-play voice of the Marlins gets you ready for the season. I will also be calling a couple of games with Kyle coming up during spring training got a game in tampa on the 29th against the yankees and then march 15th against the cardinals so we're infiltrating marlins radio as well uh during spring training we'll talk to kyle about that here coming up in the next segment when you say calling a game you're going to do play-by-play or you're going to be oh, yeah. a pa oh yeah no we're doing play-by-play doing the radio broadcast I kyle always... and i will split duties you what do you like more i would always be more excited about pa than play-by-play i'm a pa Interesting. guy I I did PA like PA was like the first like broadcasting thing that I did in high school, but I love play by play. Play by play is like my home. It's the I I love doing PA for the Marlins. It is an incredibly fun gig, but the thrill of play by play it uh, the challenge is really really fun. It's very rewarding when you get it right. When you get it wrong, it kind of you know, took a toll on you mentally. But when when you know you're doing a good job, it uh, it's a fun. Day I like sure. you took a dark dip. You go, okay, you're wrong. You're really tell totally you mentally. You're really, really, really. Oh, but you, but you, we don't need to get in. But you bounced right out of it. Oh no, it's still great. Man. <laughs> I can see it in your eyes, man. It was like. Oh. Okay. Uh, Let's get to weather from the Nemez Mendover Law Firm, your accident attorneys.com, free consultations, 24-7 at 866-954-MORE. It is in the uh, mid to low 70s in South Florida. It's going to remain overcast with the sun peaking through periodically for the rest of the day and a slight chance of rain. Really quick before we get to break and then bring Kyle Seeloff on to the next segment. The NFL offseason is underway and we'll always have the latest news on the Heat, the Panthers, and Canes basketball. They're all in full swing. You can keep up with everything by listening to Hawk and Crowder every day. Today, I'm in for Hawk and Crowder with Dan Day and Jimmy. Follow the show by downloading the free Odyssey app. You can listen to the show live or on demand. Use the rewind feature to listen to any part of the show that you might have missed. Make sure you download the free Odyssey app today and make Hawk and Crowder your favorite show. Kyle Seeloff, Radio Voice of the Marlins, coming up next. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Jimmy, hit him with a yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Hawk and Crowder. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Jimmy has really been all over the place with, with our music show selections today. That is something. I, I thought there was a glitch in the uh, in the audio from the studio when I heard that. But is this another instance of me not knowing a song that I should know, Dan Day? 100% you should know this song. Duran oh. Duran? Her name is I mean, Rio and she dances in the sand. I mean, I know Duran Duran. I don't know like their music oh, a little, it's a, little before my time it's a five and a half minute long song so i don't know it's starting to get into your oh, yeah. your trouble yeah. zone danger zone yeah. as they say way too long and i'll explain to kyle seeloff uh my music take in a moment because i feel like he's gonna agree with what i was saying don't lead the first, witness don't lead the witness i would never do that i would never do such a thing it's time uh for kyle seeloff to join us the radio player play voice of the miami marlins you can follow him on Twitter. You can also follow Marlins Radio on Twitter at Marlins Radio. All spring training games can be heard on Marlins Radio. Uh, I'll be joining Kyle for two games, February 29th and March 15th. Looking forward to that. Kyle is joining us on the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Kyle, thanks so much for taking the time. Hey, buddy. Uh, thank you for asking me to come on. Of course. Well, I know this is uh, about to be a very, very busy time for you. You and uh, Stephen Strom both tweeted out today the uh, games and the amount of days coming up over the next, what, seven months. What What is the number? I think it's 189 games in 218 days. Hopefully it's more than 189 games again this year with uh, another playoff. It was last year. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, after the uh, Marlins made the playoffs in a full season for the first time. Uh, since 2003. But before we get to the Marlins, I started the show, Kyle, by explaining to the audience that I was in the car over the weekend. I was uh, a Dave Matthews Band song mm-hmm. came on, and it was a good song. It was Crush by Dave Matthews Band. And the song is over eight minutes long. And I didn't realize it was okay. over eight minutes long until I looked down at my phone and saw it because I was thinking to myself, this song's been on for... Uh, longer than it probably should be and my take is that any song that's longer than like four four and a half minutes for radio purposes or for listening to the car purposes way too long like i know if i'm going to see dave matthews band i'm gonna get a 20 minute version of one of their songs but when i'm in the car i don't need eight minutes of something hotel california too long seven plus minutes stairway to heaven too long where do you stand on this 
Um, I would agree with you. I think there should be a cutoff right around the four and a half minute mark. And even that at times feels a little excessive. Um, I do think if you start to exceed that four to four and a half minute threshold, it's kind of braggadocious at that point. Like I've already heard you play the guitar for four minutes. You know, I don't need to hear your solo from the six to seven minute mark. I know you're really good at this. I really like your music. Fire something else my way. I, I mean, I could not. And this is why you're a professional <laughs> broadcaster for the Miami Marlins radio play-by-play. Yeah. I mean, that, that was put so well. Now, you do have I – mean, Kyle is joining us uh, on the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline, but he's on StreamYard with us as well, so I can see him, and I see a, a guitar over his shoulder on the wall. Are you a guitar – can you play the guitar, like, or is it just like one of like an art piece in your, in your living room? Um, so this is what I would say. I would never go to a bar and strum it. I'm uncomfortable strumming it around others. But I do like to pick it up and play very easy, like four chord songs. I'm not even good enough to sing while I play it, but I can play it without singing it. Does that make sense? Like I can yeah. do the chords. I can't sing it because I, something happens and I just, I, I, I just, I just, I just short wire somewhere. When I go to sing, my hand stops and it's a, it's a catastrophe. But like if I put the song on, it's like an easy four chord song. I can't do like a bar chord or anything like that. Um, So I can strum it very loosely. And you might have some idea what I'm trying to play if it's like a very popular song. But that is the extent of my guitar work. Well, that's way more than I can say about my guitar work. So you you have that. You have that. Uh, Let's move into uh, the Marlins. And I want to talk about you first, which I know you love to do. Um, Oh, yeah. Last season uh, was your first full season in the play-by-play chair. Um, As you like reflect back on last season, and you know you've been with the organization for over a decade at this point. Like, what sticks out to you most personally about what you guys were able to? I mean, you called all 189 games, spring training, regular season, and the two postseason games. Like, what do you reflect on and you know love most about that first full season? I think just how darn lucky I was to call postseason baseball and things early in the season like the arise cycle like what like I yeah. that's, that's awesome you know like that had never happened in franchise history and it was 15 games in or the first road trip of the season or whatever um I don't know Josh it was just it was really fun like the team was fun and you know you you do NFL games and you you broadcast yourself like and I don't like talking about myself, but it's really not about us either. It's it, to me. And I said this all season long, like the people that I was so happy for were the fans that have stuck by the organization for 30 plus years and they saw success and they cheered for it all summer long because we haven't had a lot of that down here. You know, it's, it's usually doom and gloom and you know, get, get me to August and we'll turn our attention to dolphins football. And it just wasn't that last year. And it was fun and it was exciting and personally, it was super cool to go to the ballpark every day. And I saw you every home game. Like, it's just cool. Like, there was a little vibe to it. And it was like, man, if they win tonight, they stay two games up in the wild card. Like, we even conversations like that have been few and far between. So, you know, look, for me personally, I, I, I rarely script things. But I made sure I did for my open in Philadelphia. I thought it was super important, again, for fans that have stuck by this organization for so long to make sure I wanted to nail that open so they knew that like postseason baseball was back. That was the only time all season long, except opening day, where I always think it's nice to write something. I think, um, you know, if you try to come out guns a blazing and uh, you're starting to twist your words in game one of 162, I was like, 
let's make sure we try to nail this. And then I did for game one of the postseason. I was like, I want people back home to like feel how special this is. So I don't know. It was a great year, dude. It was so fun. It was really, it was a really great year. And it was so cool to see uh, the fan base appreciate the job that you guys do in the booth. The, the social media stuff mm-hmm. with the booth cam was great. It really showed off all your guys' personalities. And it was really cool to see kind of yeah. Marlins radio booth in general kind of raise their their profile. It was really cool to see. And one of the, I, I think the cool things for you last year in your first season in, in that chair was that it was also the first season for the manager, Skip Schumacher. And so yep. what was that like? working with him and you know it's only been you know a week or so since pitchers and catchers have reported and you've been in jupiter is skip i mean it's hard to say that given that it's been so short in spring but like do you still see the same guy like or do you see anything different that he's taken from last year yeah and i think you again would be able to speak to this a little bit josh if you haven't already but like you know, the one thing that I loved about Skip, and it feels, I hate doing this, but it's like every time we do an interview, you have to preface it by saying it's no disrespect to anybody else. It, it's, it's just not. It's just it's just a new era. Right. Um, the culture and the attitude that Skip brought, and I said this so many times, probably word for word, just like this. It was no nonsense. And if people are going to spend their money to watch you play, we're not going to go out there and embarrass ourselves, number one, and number two, this fan base that is starving to watch you guys have some success. Like, it was that stern it, in in a good way. You know, he, he's not a hard ass. Sorry, I don't, don't hit the dump button, but, like, I hope that's okay. But, you know, like, he's very serious, but but also, like, just handle your business, you know, like, Every game was important. Every single game was important. If it was a Wednesday in July and they had lost six in a row, anybody like he believed more than anybody they were going to win every day. And that was important, dude. That's important as a manager that especially the ebbs and flows of a 162 game season. Like, come on, we came out of the all-star break and they couldn't win for weeks. You know, but they just stuck with it. It started in Baltimore and then it went to St. Louis and Arenado's walk off and the questions like it did. It just it kept on going. But the other thing, and I think everybody sees this if you watch and I hope that I convey it well enough. If you listen, Skip is very stoic when things are going good. You don't know it when things are going bad. It's the same. Now, you'll hear it a little bit in a post game. You know, if guys are just out there running like chickens with their heads cut off and they're not running the bases and little stuff like that. You can hear it and you can hear the frustration, but he doesn't waver. His confidence did not waver through the good times in the bad. Um, And I guess I say all that to say, I see the same guy in skip and I just saw him the other day. I've had a couple of conversations with him um, in in the off season, not privately, but you know, just on the radio and the podcast Mm -hmm. or whatever, but like he's, he's hungry to get back there. And they did that. Like, he keeps saying the uphold the standard, like they've created a standard and the expectation with almost every single same human being back in that clubhouse. And I think they've had a great off season, like they're back and they know what skip is going to expect out of them. And I think that's the, the important thing I was going to piggyback this by saying, I think everybody on the team with skip knows where they stand in his eyes. Mm -hmm. There is no beating around the bush. There's no ambiguity. Very honest guys. know. Exactly. And and you you bring up the offseason. It's it's interesting. It's been an interesting offseason. And from a couple different perspectives. Obviously, Peter Bendix coming in from the Tampa Bay Rays. He takes over as the president of baseball operations. They make what seems like 100 hires in the baseball mm-hmm. front office, covering a lot of different ground. 
and there really hasn't been that much activity on the major league side as far as like additions. They brought in Nick Gordon, they brought in Jonah Bride, mm-hmm. a couple of minor league um, invites to spring training that are intriguing. Sure. Trey Mancini, Yoni Chirinos. I didn't even mention Christian Bethencourt, who projects with Nick Fortes to be the the catching duo for the Marlins this year. But you know, there are some other rumors out there pertaining to you know you don't have to you uh, you know what. We'll just put the name out there. There have been some reports out there about Tim Anderson and the Marlins' potential interest in him, and it feels like there's still another move or two to be made. And if you, and I don't recommend this, but if you judge by some of the reaction in certain areas of social media, the take about the offseason might be different from how you would describe it. So I want you to tell the listeners, like, give them your summation of how things have gone in this offseason because coming off a playoff berth sometimes folks might expect a little more aggressiveness they lost Jorge Soler you know 35 home runs going to be tough to replace but they have made some nice moves that have added a lot of depth and I don't think they're done and I, I don't think you think they're done either I agree with you I would start with the Anderson thing I really do think where there's smoke there's fire I know nothing more than what everybody else sees on social media honest to god but it's been out there enough, and it sounds like they've made an offer to him. I think he would be a great addition for this team. A breath of fresh air for a guy, a change of scenery two years ago was really, really good. He is a bona fide shortstop in this game. We'll see what happens there. Put me on the clock. This is like the NFL draft, by the way. Give me five <laughs> minutes here and count me down. Because, look, there's so much to this. Start with the gripe about them not yet signing a major league free agent. Here is my question to people. If they signed a 32-year-old reliever for one year and $3 million, is the conversation over? The answer is no. It's just not. So, like, what, what would, what's it going to take for people to be like, they didn't sign anybody? It's, it's, just, it's, it's a silly thing to me because I do think they've had a good offseason. Now, there is an expectation, whether it's right or wrong, that, like, I think the only thing that would appease people is if on the heels of a playoff berth, Bruce Sherman went out and spent $100 million. He has a $200 million payroll, and you just, like, spend it recklessly. Like, I think that's the proof is in the pudding outside of maybe the Dodgers this year. Look no further than the Mets. They have spent recklessly the last couple of years, and where's it gotten them? And nobody complained about them signing big league free agents, but they, as far as I'm concerned, I didn't see them in the postseason last year. It's got to the point with the Mets. Sorry to cut you off, Kyle, but it's got to the point with no, the Mets fine. where they're not—they're not even sure they can re-sign Pete Alonso right now, which is insane. Right. When you, when Steve Cohen took over that team, you figured money would never be an issue, right? And they—they—they've had a fairly quiet offseason. They have a zillion dollars coming off the books next year. A lot of people think they can sign Alonso and Soto and everybody else. God bless them. Anyway, back <laughs> to the Marlins situation. They haven't signed a major league free agent. It's okay. It's okay. Now, take a look at Peter Bendix. Whether you like it or not, and I love it because it's a proven track record of success, they are going to do things like the Tampa Bay Rays. The way that he is going to do things in Miami is going to try to mimic what they've done over there in Tampa for two decades now where they perennially perennially compete Excuse me, for a playoff spot and a potential World Series berth every single season. And if you're not okay with your organization being run like that, I don't know what to tell you because it is successful. Like, and that's how they're going to run things. And that's what Peter knows. And it, and it starts with a great front office. And it, and it starts with a lot of different intriguing minds, which brings me to the next point. The Marlins go to the playoffs last season. Awesome. The expectation is that they're going to get back there this year. Now, a part in something that the Marlins were in desperate need of was infrastructure in the organization. 
I know that's not sexy. I know that's not going to sell a ticket to this fan base, but I cannot explain how important it is to have a front office that is fully developed because it's ultimately going to lead to success. They have poured millions of dollars into hires this season. You have to do that stuff if you're going to be successful. That is the bottom line. And again, I know that's not going to bring other people into the ballpark, but it ultimately will in years to come because of what they're going to be able to do. The Gabe Kapler hire is fascinating. He's going to he's going to spearhead the dietary and the nutrition needs in the organization wow. where kids in, where, where kids in the double A are not just eating PB&J after games. Like that stuff is important. It's what they're putting in their bodies in the Dominican Republic. Like and I'm 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 getting sidetracked here, but like okay, so you have the free agent thing. It's fine. It's okay. They've had a good offseason. They are doing the infrastructure thing. It is super super important to the success of this organization. And now look what they've done this winter. This kind of curtails perfectly into the race thing. They get a guy like Christian Bethacourt, who obviously Peter is familiar with. That is kind of low cost and a guy under team control. And they've also put their toes in the water of hoping guys have real bounce back years. Jonah Bride and Vidal Brujan have proven everything they need to prove in AAA. Jonah Bride has an option left. Vidal Brujan doesn't. To me, you don't make that trade if Vidal Brujan's not going to be on this opening day roster. A former top five guy in the Rays system that has a chance to be awesome in the big leagues with a ton of team control. The same goes for Nick Gordon. You don't make that move, a guy that no longer has options if he's not going to be on your opening day roster. Like you don't, you don't send Stephen Okert out of here and see what Nick Gordon looks like in spring training. Like that's, that's not going to happen. And Nick Gordon, again, another bounce back candidate. He was not very good last year because he broke his tibia or fibia or whatever. He missed all year long. Two years ago, the kid was good. Like th that's the Rays way, man. Like you go try to find the gem. You, it's low cost. It's high reward. It's making good trades. Most importantly, this entire thing, and I'll stop after this, this entire thing is predicated on drafting and developing players. They're not going to have a $300 million payroll. If you start drafting well and you make good trades, which they're going to do, and they'll make unpopular ones, look no further than what the Rays have done over the years. At the peak of guys' talent, they trade them for big leaguers and minor league talent. That is how you have success. That's their, what they're going to model this thing after. I'm stoked, man. Like, I think they've actually had a pretty good winner, and I think they're going to get better. Like, to me, this team is better now than it was last year, and I understand Sandy is out, and they've only lost one player. That's Torre Soler, and a full year of Jake Berger and Josh Bell is going to supplement some of the power. And the thing we say every offseason, if Jazz can stay healthy, dude, that's 30 homers right there. Yeah, like, for sure. And they're not all going to stay healthy. But, like, this team is I, – I just don't understand, and maybe it's the lack of signing a major league free agent – that people just seem super upset with like, oh, we have to have these guys. What? It's not much different than last yeah. year's team, except for Solaire and Sandy's injury. Um, but now, I don't know, Kyle. I wanted to surprise you. This is a, an interview with Marlins Radio. You've got three. Yeah, here's our hero. <laughs> one, one unofficial <laughs> member and two official members of Marlins Radio. Steven Strom, pre and post host of uh, Marlins Broadcast with Kyle on the radio. Uh, Steven, you're wearing the playoff goggles as well. You took them off. I was hoping you'd wear them for the whole interview. Yeah. Um, can you hear me, by the way? Or can of course. You no, we're good. No. Okay. no, we can't hear a I, thing. Kyle wishes he didn't. First of all, Josh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it, Dan. Good to meet you. Kyle, 
Good to see you again. I saw him this morning. Uh, yeah, have the playoff goggles on. Just wanted to bring him out again for 2024. That's the same vision. We're very excited. Um, I'm excited for season two, Kyle as well. So uh, great to be on with you guys. Uh, and last question for you guys. I-, I wanted Steven to get in here because he's been at the forefront of building up Marlins Radio on Twitter. The the GoPro videos that you see from inside the booth that is a Steven project and a Kyle's uh, wonderful face and voice. You can see it all season mm. long on uh, at Marlins mm. Radio on Twitter. But uh, there are some s- potential sleeper contributors uh, for the Marlins this year. Steven might be one of them. You never know. I know he's been chomping at the bit to get on yeah, the field. You're in those goggles, baby. <laughs> if he didn't steal that bag in Pittsburgh last September, I don't know where we'd be. We would have never gone to Philadelphia. <laughs> but but I want to ask you guys both before we get you out of here. Um, you think of guys like Max Meyer, Anthony Bender, both coming off of Tommy John surgery. Um, Jesus Lazardo coming off the season he was coming off of last year. Uh, potentially George Soriano having a bigger role on this team. Like, who are some of the sleeper candidates here that you know, we talk about replacing Solaire's 35 home runs? We talk about replacing 200 innings from Sandy. Like, who are for both of you just a couple of guys that you think could fill that void? Two very big pairs of shoes to fill, but they're going to have to be filled. Okay, so I think it's funny you asked that because I think there's so many to mention. Because again, that's what they're looking to do this season. Like, right, like a lot of the offseason acquisitions are predicated on guys having bounce back years, which, you know, bounce back years, you know, sleepers, that type of thing. I, I could probably give you 20 guys. I'll give you two on the mound to supplement some of Sandy's innings. AJ Puck and Trevor Rogers. Trevor Rogers has to be healthy. Like this team is going to struggle if he's not, because I'm not sure where the innings are coming from. And I'm super intrigued by AJ Puck because he's added two pitches to its to his pitch mix, and he's also going to throw a two seam fastball that they think is an unbelievable pitch. He was just too scared to throw it last year because he didn't didn't want to get beat by it when the game is on the line. I mean, Trevor has to be healthy. Like that kid was an all star two years ago in Colorado, dude. He was awesome. So I'll start there on the pitching side, and in, in terms of sleepers, like offensively. Avi Garcia has got to be healthy like that, that that's turned into a bit of a disaster, right? I mean, is it a sleeper to say if he plays 130 games and like hits 250, this team like will be benefiting greatly. And, I, I, and literally, I, if they I, get anything from him, anything. Yep. Right. And like, because he did. And look, he came from Milwaukee a couple of years ago where he was surrounded by really good players and the Marlins have good players. Yeah. Avi Garcia, if he can just stay healthy, He's probably not going to be batting cleanup and expected to hit 30 bombs and drive in 90. Like, stay healthy. Give the team a little offensive production. And a couple of, like, one guy to me, if 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 it finally clicks, and maybe it will with a change of scenery, is Vidal Brujan. That dude is shot out of a cannon. I mean, he is a freak. I don't know if he can put it together in the big leagues. I guess that's not really a sleeper. But if that guy can stick on a roster and prove that he has value in the big leagues, He's he can dare I say be like kind of electric. So I don't know. I could give you ten other names, but I'll give you those four. Steven, how about you? Okay, let me go back. I should have jumped in when he was talking about pitchers, and I think uh, Kyle and I both agree on this guy as well. And that's Ryan Weathers. We got a chance to catch up with mm-hmm. him on Media Day, and we were so impressed just with his intellect. Obviously, the son of David. Um, people forget that he's twenty three years old, twenty four years old, and and he really was dealt a tough hand I thought coming into the Miami Marlins organization he got thrown into a uh, game against the Texas Rangers when he just got called up 
he then was asked to start against San Diego. And, and I'm not trying to make the guy feel pity and all feel bad for Ryan Weathers. But, you know, you saw what he was capable of in his last start against Pittsburgh, and he was phenomenal. I know it didn't mean a ton uh, because the Marlins had already clinched. But, Kyle, I know you remember that Sunday afternoon where we both kind of looked at each other and said, wow, like Marlins are going to the playoffs, and this is a guy in Ryan Weathers that they got for Garrett Cooper and Sean Reynolds that he can potentially be in the mix. And, um, look, if if Trevor Rogers stays healthy, I think your five right now are Lazardo, Garrett, Perez, Rogers, and Cabrera. But if something opens up, I think Ryan Weathers will step right in. That would be my sleeper for the pitching. Do you agree? Hold on, Stephen. Let me say this. This is a very important year for Ryan Weathers. He only has one option left. So if yeah. he proves that, like it's, you know, because he got brought up in 2020 in the COVID shortened season, he was rushed. I, I gave this comp the other day. It reminds me a lot of Brad Hand back in like 2010 or whatever, and he came up. He was rushed to the big leagues. And so he only has one option left. This is a very important year for him. Gentlemen, up, oh, Stephen. No, no, go ahead. I was going to give another take, but don't go ahead. Gentlemen, we are out of time in this segment, unfortunately. Um, I appreciate you right, both. Virginia money line tonight on the road in Blacksburg. Wow. That's my last parting thought. Virginia money line on the road in Blacksburg. I'm actually sweating out an over five and a half in this Boston Dallas uh, hockey game uh, right now. I, I need Residence either day hockey on the afternoon. Amazing. Oh, did, did Boston just score the tying goal to make it three three? I think they did. That's an over, gentlemen. How about that? How about <laughs> Congratulations. that? That he is can over. pay the mortgage this month. He's got a new <laughs> home. Now he can pay the mortgage. Congratulations, Josh. Absolutely. Kyle Seeloff, radio play-by-play voice of the Marlins, Stephen Strom, pregame, postgame for the Marlins as well on Marlins Radio. Follow them both on Twitter and follow the Marlins Radio broadcast in general at Marlins Radio. They're about to start 189 games in 218 days over the next seven months. And how about this? The three of us, we're doing a couple spring training games together coming up on the 29th and the 15th. Gentlemen, Thank you so much, and thank you to the goggles as well. Thanks, Josh. Godspeed. See you later, Josh. See you soon. <laughs> Back with more on Hawk and Crowder after this. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. How many great soccer players haven't dreamed about lacing them up across from that KFC on Commercial Boulevard? Hawk and Crowder. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.